Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacy McCracken, and joining me today is David Shednovic, Director of Sales and Marketing. David, let's revisit the CN containerized grain supply chain. Where would you like to start? There are basically four main ways to get grain to destination in a container. In the first, hopper cars are loaded in the country and shipped to port. Stuffing facilities receive and unload the cars, transfer the grain to containers or to a bagging line. Loaded 20-foot containers are moved by truck to a container yard, onto a container ship, and then sailed to destination. There are five main transloaders in Vancouver alone. Raymont Logistics is in Richmond. Global Agriculture Transloading is in Surrey, near CN's Thornton Yard. Western Transloading is on Anasis Island, near Delta. P&H Cloverdale is in Surrey. And Columbia Containers is in the Inner Harbor on the south shore of Vancouver. The variety of services that these transloaders provide overall is pretty interesting. Besides transferring hoppers to bulk, some receive boxcars and also provide bagging services. Some transloaders receive 40 or 53-foot intermodals with bulk or bag product and can transload to 20-foot export containers, bulk-to-bulk, bulk-to-bag, and bag-to-bag transloading services. So what about source loading? So source loading has become very prevalent on CN, and CN moved over 1 million tons out of the prairies last year of grain via source loading. Reduced handling and the need for identity-preserved products are fueling the demand to load containers with an export seal directly from processing plants in the prairies and ship them to final destination. CN's inbound container business into the Canadian West Coast continues to grow, with all sorts of goods being imported by customers. Those containers move inland and find their way to customers. The empty container needs to get back to the steamship line. With source loading, instead of moving containers back to port empty, containers are grounded at a CN yard, moved by truck, or outgated to a customer's facility, loaded with grain, and brought back to be put back on a train to move to port. Today, Saskatoon is CN's main hub for grain source loading activities in Western Canada. Can you give us a bit more detail as to what this process looks like? Sure. CN works closely with many steamship lines in this supply chain. The steamship lines in-gate the boxes, meaning they get them to a CN terminal and then CN moves them out from the east to the prairies. When a booking is made by a shipper with a steamship line, the shipper gets a booking number and a reservation number. That booking is not for a specific physical container. It's for X number of boxes. The shipper can get any box from that specific steamship line. It's important to note here that CN acts like a relationship broker here, as the shipper needs to get the commercial deal done with the ocean carrier. At the end of the day, the ocean carrier owns the export asset here, namely the 20-foot container. The CN Intermodal team has built a pipeline management process with the western terminals like Saskatoon and soon-to-be Regina to make sure that the CN Intermodal facilities are fed regularly with the right mix of 20, 40, and 53-foot domestic containers to cover demand. The shipper may use its own trucking company to haul empty containers to their facility. Some specialized chassis can move up to three empty 20-foot containers. At the customer's facility, the container is grounded and put onto a loading chassis to be loaded with bulk or bagged product. The container is in-gated back to the CN's yard, and from there, logistics are organized by CN to manage the flow of loaded containers back to port to hit the right container vessel. Now, can you talk about domestic moves a bit? Sure thing. With DRP, or Domestic Repositioning Program, the shipper uses a steamship line box in domestic service. Larger 40-foot high cube and standard or 53-foot containers can also be loaded in the country with bulk or bagged product and be moved to a stuffing facility in a port city where they are unloaded and the contents are reloaded into a 20-foot export container. It also means the containers can get back to the steamship line it belongs to. Then there are CNRUs. It looks similar to a DRP, but a CNRU is CN end-to-end. Our own container, our trucking, and our chassis. We get the CNRU to a domestic origin with domestic demand. You mentioned a new container yard opening up in Regina. Can you discuss that a bit? 
Definitely. Intermobile in East Regina in the Chuka Creek Business Park will be Canada's first privately operated intermodal terminal. It'll open up the southern prairies on CN more directly to source-loading grain and potentially other commodities, and will complement CN source-loading activities in Saskatoon. The facility is 600 feet wide and a half mile long, and will operate similar to a port facility. Two rail-mounted gantry cranes will run laterally along two in-plant rail tracks to deliver and receive containers. CN will stop trains in Melville and move empty containers from there to Regina. The yard will be able to hold over 2,000 containers in Regina and be able to handle up to 170 truck chassis. It will also be easily accessible by truck, being accessible from the Regina Bypass Highway. Thanks for your time, David. And thank you for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN. 